I'm Josh Sigmund, and I'm a mortgage lender. I'm also a geek for money, not just earning it and saving it, but literally everything about it. I love that money has rules. It has its truths. I love investment strategies, and I love making money work for us. For so many, money is emotional. For me, it's logical, like a puzzle. My passion is also helping others with their money. I love looking at people's finances, dissecting their puzzle, and rebuilding with strategy and purpose, and I'm really good at it. I'm making this podcast about my money strategies, not the things that are written in books or sold in programs. It's a podcast outlining the lessons I've learned and used for the past 15 years. These strategies help me and those who use them save more, give more, create wealth, and retire early. Let me teach you how to build your net worth. You ready? Welcome to Sigmund Sense. Welcome back to Sigmund Sense. We are your hosts. That's Josh. <laughs> That's Bryn. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we're going to talk today about something that I am very passionate about, but it's uh, a, a very easy conversation. If you've if you worry about money at all, if you've if you've been listening to a few episodes, there will be some redundancy here. But it's really financial tips for college students. So I feel like this conversation should be a very simple, uh, broad strokes kind of conversation. Uh, that you might pass on to a college kid that, or somebody that's in college or about to go to college, even high schoolers. I think that even high schoolers can benefit from a couple of the things we're going to talk about. Absolutely. Um, just because it's uh, it goes back to getting the dialogue, something to talk about. Uh, what are the focal points? No one's going to be, you know, I shouldn't say nobody. Uh, we're not going to college during college to be millionaires, right? That's not, but uh, what I do see is people will go to college and they come out better prepared for the future or they come out with a mountain of debt that yeah. they're not prepared at all to handle based on their career choices or whatever else. So I do think that you can set yourself up for a little bit of uh, a better success. I'm also going to throw some financial tips out for parents of kids at college. I think that's good. Uh, to create some level of accountability because I, you know, I'm myself, I, uh, I have the ability to pay for all my kids' colleges, mm -hmm. um, but I'm not going to write a check early. You know, I want to make sure there's some buy-in along the way and make yeah. sure that they are adults that finish what they start. Totally. And um, and so, yes, I'm gonna give them a leg up. I'm not going to just... So what uh, do you mean by that? You're not gonna write it, or like do they have to finish a semester and then you'll... I'm not paying for Ds. Okay. I'm not paying for Cs D, probably. Ds don't get degrees, right. but Cs D's do. Don't, yeah, Ds don't get degrees. <laughs> But Cs um, do. Yeah, but I still show me that you give a shit and mm -hmm. get a 3.0. I don't need a, a, a 4.0, but get yeah. a 3.0 and um and finish. Like Gotta finish. finish. The, so I'm not going to pay for every year of college and definitely I'll pay for four years. Mm -hmm. If you want to do a victory lap, that's awesome. Have fun. Have I'm fun. not paying it's for really it. Really expensive. It's really victory. expensive, right? <laughs> really expensive. So victory things lap. like that are what I'm going to get to. Um, but I'd be curious when you think about it from a, cause you've got the closest to college right now. It's kind of crazy. You got a driver oh at home. Oh my gosh. We have like 18 months. Well, let's talk about her Ooh. for a second. So what's her mindset around money right now when it comes to after, after high school? What, what's, you know, I don't, I don't know. This is KK we're talking about. Yeah. So gosh, you know, KK has grown up so much in the last month. It's been pretty incredible. So um, she turned 16 in February, got her license in September, got a job a week after her license. Yeah. So, um, so she's grown up quite a bit. And, um, so I don't, I don't really know that I can say, she asks a lot of questions about college. She asks, 
did I have to work? What was your dorm room like? Did you, do I have to buy furniture for that dorm room or is Mm -hmm. that later down the road? Um, So she does ask a lot of things like that. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you she is, we have have talked to her a lot about the money that she's receiving now because she's working and she worked for Randy and I over um, during COVID. Mm -hmm. So we were paying her weekly to do some things. And so we already told her 20% of everything that you make put it into a savings account Mm -hmm. and don't touch it. And she's been really very good about that, which I love to see. I love to see. And she's 16. She's 16. Yeah. Um, so I think more than anything, she's trying to decide how much money she's going to need. And then that's dictating her spending. Cause when she first started making money, Hmm. oh my gosh, it, (laughs) I mean, like it didn't even, I mean, it was still warm by the time it was spent. I mean, and she had so much fun mm-hmm. now that she's got some responsibility. She has to have money in her account to buy a tank of gas. And, you know, there's some things that we make her responsibility. So she, she's, it's cool. She's very conscious of it, I guess is, That's I awesome. guess is the right answer. And she knows she's got a college fund. Um, she will work. I mean, she's going to work and, you know, she'll have to have, that will be her money will be used for her recreation and probably some bills and you know i'll probably uh, set it up a lot like my parents set it up for me does she have a credit card yet Mm -mm. good no no credit cards okay no so um let's just talk about some basics here so I didn't go to college with any financial skills. Let's just start there, right? So it sounds to me like your daughter's way, way, way further ahead than I was. She's getting there, yeah. Um, I didn't either. I didn't either. Yeah, it's and I'd be curious what percentage of the audience if if they went to college. One thing I have always done is made money, right? Always, like starting at fifteen, sixteen. I had a job. I was waiting tables at IHOP as a. Well, you had an older brother that also taught you a little bit about money too. Absolutely. Um. So I was, I was really good at earning it, but past that. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. I was really good at using credit cards. I was really good. At, I got really good. At that yeah, too. Uh, I got right. really good at, at um, using credit cards and transferring balances, and then getting a free T-shirt to get another credit card, and then transferring balances. And I think I got like twelve. That's the risk tolerance difference between us. No, that's just being a stupid kid. That was just what I was (laughs) doing. But like, (laughs) but I, I I essentially did the same thing, but I would just max it out and then be like, well, all right, that train stops here. And then I'd start paying it down and then do it again. Yep. You just found a way to like keep, keep the good times rolling, <laughs> rolling and rolling. Yeah. but that's risky. Like I don't have that risk tolerance. So we both have the spending in, in common. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, necessity is the mother of invention too. <laughs> right. That is so true. So it's just, I, I was in spring break and had literally no money. So I got there and I was about three days into eight days in my freshman year. I think that's when I got my first credit card. Actually, I was three days in my, my first in the three days into a seven day trip. And I was out of money. And I was like, well, what do I do now? Because there's no job there. I mean. Um, although I did get to work the beach, uh, meaning that I had a <laughs> uh, fake ID and I got caught with it. And so I had to go report to the Panama City Beach uh, <laughs> uh, police. And I couldn't pay for the fines. So the judge made me work the road and pick up trash for a day. Yes. So I did get that for one day of spring yes. break. <laughs> but um, but on that third day, I remember I, I, uh, I was walking on the beach. I was filthy and I found a... Well, they found us because they were predators, but the credit card companies 
uh, we're handing out free t-shirts if you sign up for a credit card. And yeah. I got like three on that spot. So, um, but here's, here's you got why clothes I'm, and money in one, one dude, swoop. I didn't have to do laundry. That's just, it was, that's just it was efficient. Amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> Um, so, so all that's to be said, like there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. And I, th- I hope that anyone that's young or old that's listening to me say the story or, or laughing about it because God knows that's the wrong way to do it. It's um, incorrect. And so if I were to start with the, the first thing, um, I would say when we start with as early as possible, ideally, you know, before you go to college, but you got to have a, a checking and savings account yourself. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that still have piggy banks, like literally they've got cash in their drawer in, in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not appropriate because I do know a lot of friends that have, were stolen from at college. Uh, and, and let's not so just true. say college, okay? Let's also yeah. say you graduate from high school and you're out on your own. Like 18 right? to 21, 18 22. 18 to 22, yeah. 18 to 22, right? So um, I know a lot of people, servers that, friends of mine that that had a wad of cash and of course there was a party next door and and oh, of I course it's stolen. all gone i had money stolen it's, for me for right. sure so and i blamed it on my roommate and it was totally my asshole boyfriend at the time oh really mm-hmm. that's amazing that's what girls do we just go straight to the friend because the boyfriend would never do it that's right well, <laughs> burn that friendship that. bridge down that's funny guys don't think that way at all yeah we're yeah it's it's not it's there. All, for sure. It's always the girl's fault. For sure. For sure. Um, so, <laughs> Gabe, why are you laughing over there? <laughs> He's been giggling the whole time. He has been giggling. So, uh, but for real, you got to have a check and savings account. I think you start there. I love what you said that your daughters already learned to set, siphon 20% to savings, right? Absolutely. So, if you're asking really why you want two accounts, that's why. You got to have one that's out of sight, out of mind. So, have a checking account that you have access to because we need ready cash. And you can use it like a debit card. So mm-hmm. it's not a credit card. It's, you can use it as a debit card. You can put your hands on cash for the weekend or whatever. But you're always setting aside 20%. You know, that saving, the savings account will serve as both an emergency account as well as like you're trying to save. Yeah. Uh, because one thing I've learned about life is every year you get older, it gets more expensive. I mean. It's crazy. Like even like paying for kids, I was like, ah, oh, this isn't that big of a deal when their kids are like three. And now this, I, I was, my today is homecoming for my kid's oh, school. Yeah, I didn't know how expensive mums were. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? It's and my first mums experience. I've got two daughters. I and I'm mean, like, what in the hell is that? And of course, my, my at wife. At least they're receiving oh, the big. Christy, the, Christy got us decorated <laughs> mask to wear to homecoming with a little tiny mum hanging from the side. I, I was like, love it. what's wrong with you? It's like, she's Abs- like, this is welcome to Texas, sweetheart. Absolutely. Like, okay, Absolutely. So um, as people too. get older, it costs more money. And so learning that early and mm-hmm. understanding that uh, that freshman year is just the beginning, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Or first year out, we learn to live off nothing when we first leave the the nest, right? Yeah. Um, ramen noodles is excellent for any nineteen easy, year old. Easy, easy, uh, rocks. Right, but but like it wasn't even like a. Uh, uh, it wasn't like you were giving up anything to eat ramen noodles. No, I was like, this is awesome. This is mac and cheese. Amazing, Absolutely right? freaking and Lamont so chips. We mm. learn how to do things really Heavenly. cheap early on because we've. Uh, it all goes back to context of how much what what something worth, right? Mm-hmm. Like my my son and I, my son's ten. We were talking the other day about like what's the value of my own house, and I, I told him he's like, so is that like do would I have to work for like sixty hours? It isn't that so. And funny? I was like, yeah, we have sixty Did, hours a day for, for about sixty <laughs> years. <laughs> You know, it's hilarious. Um, yeah, so, they don't. They really, really don't have exactly any right. And so, so it also goes to like what what you know. KK's enjoyed immediately. Like, oh my god, I'm rich, right? I brought mm-hmm. home my first three hundred dollar paycheck. I'm rich, and yeah, blew it, right? So, 
that's a normal cycle. Yeah. And so you don't really understand what it is. But generally speaking, what you do is uh, it, when you go out on your own, you're going to end up spending what you have every last dollar. So yep. if you can just start by by just having the discipline to not spend it all. Absolutely. That's the first step in my opinion, right? Just don't spend it all. Make sure that at the end of every week, you are positive balance, not negative balance, not mm-hmm. even. Um, so if you're a server, if you are, you know, working at this school, you know, whatever and making 10 bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour, that's awesome. Just don't spend it all. And people always say, well, it's impossible to live off that. And I for sure can, I can assure you it is absolutely possible. It is possible. So I, I'll start by saying like lean in to the college, the broke college student vibe, right? There's a reason why people say it's the best time of your life. It It really is. It really is. And like, there's no other time in your life where it's socially great and acceptable to be broke and like do things that are like, you know, I mean, so lean in, lean right. into it. So I, uh, waited tables and bartended through college and, um, my brother actually gave me this tip. So basically he said, calculate all your expenses for the month, how much you need mm-hmm. to pay, um, each month divide that by four. That's mm-hmm. how much money needs to go into the bank each week to pay the bills. So week one, you have, I say, I used to work three shifts. So Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, let's say it was $400 a week that I needed to put into the checking account. Well, if I made that on Tuesday night, then Friday night, 20% of the total, whatever that amount was, that would go into savings past that everything else I got to spend in cash for the next week. So you'd have fun. Hell yeah. Yep. And I had the bills taken care of and I was saving and I was paying cash for bar tabs and clothes and nails and everything else, you know? And so that was a really clear way to kind of organize. And what I liked about it too, you know, in the restaurant business, everybody is all about getting cut early. I'm, oh, I'm going to go in, but I'll probably get cut early. It's like so dumb. It is so dumb. So I would never take the cut. In fact, I was the one that's like, y'all get the hell out of here so I can make more money. clear the space so I can have all the tables, get all the dead weight out of here, make my money. <laughs> I'm only going to be here for three days this week. I'll make that's my smart. 800 bucks and that's smart. call it a day. Uh, on top of that, if I were to do a little asterisk, uh, and this is just a truth for me and my business, um, the best employees I've got all were waitresses or bartenders. Absolutely. And I've got a lot of them. The yeah. best. I'm telling you from a social skills, from a ability to time manage, uh, eye contact, uh, reading the room, mm-hmm. uh, time management, uh, knowing who's... Don't want to be in the weeds. Right. Got to I mean, be real efficient. Like <laughs> all that stuff can be learned at a young age. Yes. And I'm telling you right now, if you, have, if you, I don't care if you're, uh, if you don't feel like you're an extrovert, uh, like for sure, if you're listening in high school, college, after high school, please do that. I also feel like everybody should have to work in the service industry For at sure. some point in their life. Because there's a whole lot of people that bitch about servants, but they don't actually ever serve. You like it should be a rite of passage into that life. And the military. I think everyone should have to go to the military personally. Oh, I'd, yeah. be so, I'd be so scared. I, I think everyone would be scared, but they'd also appreciate our military <laughs> a whole lot better. Absolutely. If they and their yeah. kids all had to go. Um, I, I admire those important. people. I am. I, I would think I would do well. <laughs> just leave it there. Uh, everyone, I, I imagine fetal everyone position. Everyone will be a little bit tougher. Everyone will be a little bit tougher in this, oh, in, yeah, in this totally. country. Oh, yeah, totally. 
Totally. Uh, but it's not a political conversation, except it is. Uh, <laughs> so let's go to the next thing. So okay. let's talk about credit cards for a second, because I do want to talk about that as well. I actually do think that there is some, it's important to have a credit card at a young age. Okay. Hmm. Uh, let me tell you why. I mean, why. I guess you do. The earlier you learn how it feels yes, to max it out, <laughs> the better. Well, and that's, that's where parents <laughs> listen to this piece. There's two pieces to this that you can do. Number one is... You can you can co-sign for a small limit credit card, five hundred bucks yeah, that you have. So when you think in terms of uh, like how how I'm going to do it, so you're talking about how KK has to pay for her own tank of gas in high school, right? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. My kids are going to have to pay for their own, but I'm going to make them charge a credit card. Charge on the credit card, so they can I'm well gonna, when they can get their scores. Well, and they're going to have to pay me. Ooh, so make of dad. But the point is, is I need to see that they can pay on time. I like, love that. If they That's a great pay tip. on time, I know that they're not going to screw up their credit early. That is a great little But I'll test. make sure that they've got a great credit score. And that's the second reason why I think everyone should have a little bit of credit, be a co-signer. Even if you put a child on a, on a credit card that they don't even have access to at a young age, but, yeah. but make them a co-signer so they're actually building their credit during and after like later in life, it serves you so well. You know, it's amazing to me. How many people, you know, they, they, they are at their first real job, whatever that time frame is, either out of school or out of college, and, um, and they're ready to buy a house or buy a car, and they literally have a zero credit score. That and was Randy. Way, Randy didn't have any Zero credit score is actually better than oh, bad credit. 100%. Right? Mm-hmm. But it still takes some time to get that going, and you don't start off with excellent credit scores, and excellent credit scores give you better rates, better fees, better op- options, Right. So it's a gift down the road. I thought the credit scores came out of the gate good. Uh, no, they come out of the gate average. Like uh, six, six, high sixes. Okay. High sixes. Yeah. Um, they don't come out at 800. 800. I thought they started in the 700s. I thought no. the first time you uh, borrow and pay, borrow and pay. I thought no, it you typically comes out don't of- see that. So I, I love that question. Let's like go down the bunny trail for a second because it's important to understand. Like credit scores are determined based on the uh, proven history of a client, of a borrower's willingness to repay that. Mm-hmm. Proven history of, of borrowers. Re- so if you don't have it. So then- if you don't have it, you can't get an 800 credit score unless you've had a longer history of always making your payments Got on it. time, right? So the reason why I say that is if you're a responsible adult, like don't screw your kids by taking out a credit card, charging up within their name, because I've seen that too. I have too. And the, it's crazy in our industry. Like the, the kid's like, I don't have a credit mm-hmm. card. It's like, yeah, you've had one for six years. Like I was 16. I didn't have a credit card, yeah. right? And then you find out the the deadbeat parent was was, dead, was yeah. using their line, their credit scores, their social security numbers to get that done. So don't be that person. But if you're responsible and you want to help them out with credit, open a credit card. I want to have a $500 limit. Yeah, that I, that's really that good. I that that's specifically for emergency use, and and for um, gas, and so, let's, let's define emergency use. I was gonna I say, it, what was emergency for you? I don't feel like I can say on on I the air. Feel like you need to say it because your parents are listening and they'll laugh with you now. Just ask my dad; he'll tell you. <laughs> We're gonna hear this. I I say everything on the air. I mean, let's no, hear it. you don't. What no, I, not, I mean, you know, what, have I, Gabe, if I pulled a punch, should we hear this? Every everything you can imagine that you would that a college student would consider an emergency, I absolutely fell in line with that. So That's horrible. sometimes it was emergency beer. Sometimes it was an emergency <laughs> outfit. Sometimes it was. Other things. <laughs> that's horrible. So that's where the beatings continue until morale <laughs> improves. That's what happens, right? 
Um, but again, <laughs> I want to have control of the credit card yes. for as long as possible to yeah. get the right habits built. Does so do you, um, do kids have to be, a, do they have to be over 18 to become a, to be a uh, cosigner? I'm 99% sure you cannot get a credit card unless you are age 18. Cosigner. If you add, if I oh, add. Cosigners can be under 18. Can be under 18. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Well, I don't have a credit card. I was like, I'll add her to my credit card. Yeah, I don't have one. Got it. Can I, can you add her to yours? <laughs> Right. <laughs> I need a, that sounds I guess, can I borrow like somebody's trouble. credit card? <laughs> that sounds like trouble. Um, so, so to me, you start with checking account, you start with savings account, you start with uh, identifying what your monthly, but like you didn't have a budget, but it's funny is you knew you needed 400 bucks a week in your example. Yep. Yep. So you find out what, like what it takes for your life to go around, which is a budget. So that's a great conversation to have with, with young people earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also think that you've got to identify the revenue stream. So let's talk about that piece for a second, right? Yeah. Like I believe in kids working because I had to work. You had to work. I was working. My first job, I think it was, well, I know for sure. My first job, I was cleaning pots and pans at a Mexican restaurant. It really? was freaking horrible. How old were you? 15. I wasn't allowed okay. to do it, but I did anyways. Uh, I think I had to get a work permit is what it was. I yeah, was 15. I, I know. I started waiting. And I was a lifeguard for a while. And then I I always was, wanted to be a lifeguard. It was awesome. I always wanted to be a lifeguard. Awesome. I'd burn to a crisp. You know what's though. funny though? I wasn't a cool kid. Uh, I felt much cooler being a lifeguard, but I wasn't I a cool bet. kid. I yeah. bet. I mean, you know. Yeah, got the it, whistle. You swing the whistle. Yeah, I had zinc <laughs> on my nose. No, I did not. <laughs> oh my, like, <laughs> well, and you still felt cool, eh? <laughs> well, you got to remember, I'm a, a little bit older than you. But <laughs> not much, though. Not much. Um, but my point is, is that uh, I identify revenue stream. So this is where you bring in conversation of, are you going to work? Or there's lots of parents out there that want to help their kids, and like one of the things that people wrestle with when they have something is we want to give all to our kids, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I have that desire. Absolutely. Um, but you have to remember that you can handicap your kids. You really can. Quickly, quickly mm-hmm. by um, you can't learn without pain. So if they never experience being a poor, you know, 18 year old. Yeah. Uh, then, they, then they're not going to create the grit to like go without. Absolutely. Right. Um, yeah. So it's so but, hard to, but really there's also it. times where, uh, like I was a B student, like I'll just be honest with everyone. I was a B student, but there was, there's certainly some scholar athletes that they literally have no time yeah. to work, to have a job. Um, I would imagine get, most, 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 most okay, collegiate, um, most collegiate athletes right. can't work. Right? right. I mean, I feel like that like, is their job. Um, to place yeah. At least for a season. Right. But if they're getting uh, paid by the school, right. If they're going to get a, yeah. a scholarship or something like that, it is a full-time job. So what I would put is parameters around it of, you know, I would, if my kids get even a partial scholarship, then the job is to get straight A's. As an example, the yeah. job is to stay on the team if they happen to make a team, which who knows, yeah. right? Um, but then we still identify a revenue stream. It's not like, hey, congratulations, you got a scholarship, so you have an open daddy oh, credit card to do right. whatever the hell you want. It goes back to deci- define that. And it might literally be student loans, okay? So Carson, my best friend, uh, he went off student loans. He introduced me to student loans. I wish he hadn't introduced me to as much student loans as I ended up with, but... Uh, it was a necessity in some ways, right? The definition of emergencies uh, are probably pretty similar times. I just thought of another emergency. This one's really hilarious. Well, let's hear it because we digress. <laughs> this one's good. Um, I found a laundry service that would come and pick up my laundry, go do it, dry, uh, fold it and hang it 
And the reason it was an emergency was because I could not ever get time in the laundry room at the dorms. And so, and I couldn't just sit there and like wait around because I could be studying and like making really good use of this time. And, <laughs> and this is what you told your dad. Huh? He's like, what is this laundry bill? Why are you like, I'm like, oh, it's the most amazing service. He's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And I'm like, I'm like, you should, there's only like three washing machines in this whole dorm place. Like, where am I supposed to do my laundry? He's like, you go to a laundry mat. I'm like, not the service that comes and picks it up and drops it back off. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, spoiled. I love it. I love oh my gosh. it. I love that your daddy. Creative. Put it, I love that your dad who had the ability to put his foot down on it and make me happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so the revenue stream might be, it's really comes three ways. Uh, the it's student loans. It is, uh, work or it's some level of scholarship, right? So, the, the basis by which you, you form your spending habits should be based on the revenue stream. You don't base the way you live off of what you want to spend. You base how you're going to live off of what your revenue is. So let me say this a different way. If, you, if you're going to, revenue is going to be 3,000 bucks a month, live under 3,000. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I did not my first year of college. Oh, and oh was, that's right. Because you just charged it all. Right. I just charged it all. <laughs> so what I'm trying to get to is if it's not taught... Yeah. Kids find a way. It's yeah. usually not the right way, the right like way. what you did with the laundry service, right? Mm -hmm. So you, step one, checking savings. Step two, small credit cards small you can manage. Credit cards. You can control to teach that habit. Step three, identify a revenue stream. So what's that going to be to build backwards what the budget is, right? Like, And this might be where some hard calls are. Like, uh, I would really like you to have a parking pass at this college, but the parking pass is 200 bucks oh a month gosh. and we're not going to be, you're going to have to just freaking walk. Or ride right? the bus. Or ride the bus, I, right. I, I rode the bus. So these big schools, was, I mean, you literally park five miles away. So you ride a bus or you, you but I'm not going to pay 200 bucks a month for you. Or to I park. just go park anyway. And then you, I had so tickets. parking tickets. 50 bucks, 50 bucks, 50 bucks, 50 bucks. Um, I had was, a Jeep, so I just parked in the grass. It wasn't a parking And you didn't ticket. get a ticket for that? Maybe a few. <laughs> At Tech, you couldn't even drive on campus without getting a ticket. It was terrible. Um, My poor prelude. But yeah, so I think that that's really the next step. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Um, what do you think about like an E-Trade account? So I think that teaching kids how to gamble early is, can be But it's not dangerous. gambling. Well, I've learned so many valuable lessons. Yep. Um, uh, so if you listen to a previous episode, what, what Brent is talking to is I gave all the people on my team some money to open an E-Trade account because I want them to work on their personal money and uh, and understand more about the market. And it's working out really well for some people. Some people are still dragging their feet. Uh, but the question is basically do that with your kids. I think you do. Like again, something like you did with us, a small, yeah, like, so they I, can learn to watch it. Uh, again, it'd be a fourth or fifth step. Uh, yeah. But but I would say you do that earlier on as well. And it's where you can control it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, unfortunately, stock market uh, can be just gambling, right? If you don't do the research, understand what you're doing, understand right. the risk, you know, not set aside. When people see 1,000% returns in Tesla in six months, uh, yeah. then every kid in the world thinks they're going to make a 1,000% return in the next six months in Tesla. And it's flagged the last three months if you're listening to this in October, right? It's, yeah, I know. I've not, been watching it. I'm yeah, so uh, it will get better because they're going to crush it with their with their new pricing. But regardless, uh, that is not So maybe tip. like their senior year of college. you. Well, okay. I think you do it earlier. Um, There's probably uh, but, some students, here, though, that are really into that. Like you think finance and 
Well, here, well the, here's really the key is that uh, one question I ask myself, and this is good for anyone that in, in the world as far as personal or professional question to ask yourself is, what skills do I need to develop now so I'll be ready in three years or ready in five years? Not wait for there to be a damn problem and then develop the skills. So for example, money skills, finance skills are something that people should develop early. So in, in the college example, in college example, I think regardless of what the degree is that somebody is seeking, you must take finance classes. Mm-hmm. One or two. Like just take one or two. I know I had to, but I was a business right. major. Like when You're I started a business as a, major, yeah, right, because you went into to. marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I but, but you think about communications, you think about like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, kinesthetics and things like that. They don't, they're not required to take a finance class. Yeah. So I do believe that anyone that's going, because it's not offered for the most part in public schools, private schools in high school. Correct. So we if, need to put that back on our goal list. I think so too. Um, but the point is, is that that would be if I was, a, as a parent, my kids, regardless if they like it or not, whether they're great at math or not, they're going to go to a finance class or two because half the stuff that I've recited off in their first five episodes was just shit that I learned back in college because yeah. my finance professor told me, right? Like basic rules that absolutely apply. Uh, it's it's funny to me um, in the mortgage world, right? Like people are like, oh my God, you get to use your degree all the time. It's like, huh? Well, the computer does most of it, so it's not as much the degree there, but the wisdom that I got from some yes. of the finance classes about the other stuff that are seeming, seemingly is not part of the mortgage process mm-hmm. is gives me the ability of better advice, right? Absolutely, so, yeah. Uh, I would say that that's a big one. And so let's take somebody that's not going to college. Uh, you can still take local college classes for finance. Like you can still pay- Five hundred bucks a semester. You can audit a class too. Yeah, absolutely, you can. Absolutely. So yeah, so you don't even. It's have to. something that I think is super, super, super important. Especially, if you might be a parent listening. You're like, well, I'm. I suck at this. So how am I going to teach my kid this? Well, Go if you're gonna, if you're going to pick a a single investment that's probably worth it. Investing in your kid's financial knowledge. Or go together. Or go together. Time. Oh, that's actually a great point. But investing in your kid's financial knowledge it's will serve deal. them big time dividends in life. Big time dividends. I am telling you, you know, as I said in the beginning, KK has grown up so much in the last month or two. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you that when you start seeing the fruits of your labor, it is so rewarding. Yep. Like she is saying things, she's repeating back things that we have taught her over the years when we could have sworn mm-hmm. there's not a chance in hell she's even listening. Like, Oh, they're listening. They, they're little sponges. They are listening um, and everything. And so it's, so point is- They don't agree with you necessarily, but they're listening. Correct, correct. And you know, a lot of these lessons, unfortunately start from a place of conflict, right? They get in trouble for something. Mm-hmm. And so then you kind of have to work your way through that trouble. And you know, at the end, you finally have a reasonable conversation and try yep. to deliver some wisdom and life lessons. Um, and so hearing that she has soaked all of that up and is now ready to apply them in Mm -hmm. certain areas is so beautiful and it's super rewarding. So I think, you know, if in the example that you're not great at finance or you are great at finance, partnering with your kid and like really teaching them, like it is, it's just so worth it. I love it. It's so worth it. That, that, that is a happy parent. There are lots of parents that are not that happy with their kids. So I mean, it's, it's a good week. It's a good, it's it's a good, a good week. I say that having a teenager it. is like living in the world of a sea and like 
you're it's you're the C employee is moments of greatness followed by moments of devastation back and forth. Yep. And I feel like that is totally how a having a teenager, raising yep. a teenager, I feel like they are a C, feel like I become a C. We're great. Tomorrow it's really bad. Next week we're on cloud nine. It's yep. <laughs> try to keep up. Try to keep up. The last couple of things I would say, they're little asterisks as far as things that you can do. And it really comes down to, do you have anything left over or not? Uh, one thing I think is super important to do is start a, if you can, if you have leftover money, it shouldn't just all stay in savings indefinitely, right? Like if you're, you know, you're a better earner than most, right? Mm-hmm. But so if you've got a couple thousand bucks now adding up into a savings account, a Roth IRA or getting started with yeah. an IRA at an earlier age, uh, because of the rule of 72, because of the rule of compounding interest, that's where the sooner you get started, the better off because it also serves life habits. Like as soon as a kid gets is earning income, they can be if it's 16. Right. Uh, you yeah. Can, oh, you did bring this yeah, up. Yeah. As soon as they're first, earning yeah. income, they can be contributing to Roth IRAs and, and IRAs and things like that anyways. Uh, to teach that in an early age uh, out of the gate, I think is super, super, super important um, because it's, again, we're just casting students off the wolves. Like I've got a, a friend. I'm not going to say who he is because I love him Come to death. Come on, just I'm throw, just throw is, him under that bus. So Come he on. used to get go to a dentist. Um, he used to go to a dentist. You know, every six months in uh, in high school, and then he went away to college. It's not that he didn't want to go to a dentist. He just doesn't think about it, right? And yeah. then he he takes care of his teeth. So he ends up six years later. It takes him getting married and his wife telling him that you're going to a dentist for him to actually. Uh, <laughs> go to the dentist, right? So it goes back to, it's not a habit until we are forced to do it with repetition at, you know, for a long period of time. Totally. And that goes back to money too. It's not that we don't want to brush our teeth. It's that our parents yell at us to brush our teeth every morning and night for years and years and years. And so that's why if you can get your little claws and people around money at an yeah. earlier age, you just have a better chance of a better habit long-term, right? Um, the two don'ts, let me talk about two don'ts that I see lots of people do when they're 18 and they're the one that makes the money because the other people are too lazy mm-hmm. or don't bu- budget mm-hmm. or are unwilling. They're just not uh, uh, generous. They, t- they take the cuts. Uh, not, or they're just not generous <laughs> is I see people that start to make money feel that they are, that they should, and it might be ego for some guys, mm-hmm. uh, pay the bill. Like pick Every up, time you go pick out. Up, pick up the bar tab. Right, like, hey, you, you know, you made a lot. Oh, I have a good one. Don't be the one that's like, oh, I'll put my credit card down for the to yes, hold the tab don't, open. Don't, don't be do that it. guy. You're be screwed <laughs> over and over and over guy. again. Don't be that guy. Don't do it. And it's it's usually an ego thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and I know that younger people now are using more Venmo, and it's being split up earlier. And it's with boys and girls in general. It's not just expected men pay all the time now. You no, know, it's uh, so it's not. A very independent world, and women are paying their own bills too a lot. A uh, lot. My son will pay the bill, but. That's KK's okay. really adamant about that too. That's good. It's, That's good. Independent strong women. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, but um, but my point is, is that one of the other ones I see that that happens with people that are earning money at an early age is they're super generous in gifts and they feel like they should buy lots of Christmas gifts and oh, I totally crazy did that. You're birthday right. gifts. Yes. Crazy birthday gifts. And it goes back into, there's no context. There's no context about until people start to understand that it took me 10 hours to yeah. make this hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. Then don't buy a freaking hundred dollar gift for a tertiary friend of a friend. Right. Because you feel like you need to get a badass. Like this is where you would throw in with two other friends to get one nice. Correct. Right. So uh, it's just, I totally it's, did that. it's just how, 
a lot of people do. I did that. I know. I was going to say, was, did you have a friend that did that? Early on, it was people taking you? care of me. No, early on, it was people like, you know, I've got several friends, you know, Landon Ray and Cody Reed, uh, 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 Matt Azuna, um, Travis Conway, um, Carson Vaughn that would like just take care of me and like pay some bills. Uh, Vicky Carragher, uh, a great girlfriend of mine that would just help me out. <laughs> Shit, Ali Devasto at the time, now Bunting. I can go down the That's list. That's so nice of them. Uh, well, it's just like <laughs> I didn't have money. They took care of me. Uh, I did my best. Um, and you I were worked, bartending, right? Oh, I was working. Uh, I, again, I had a lot of bad habits to work okay, through. So, you, so I was servicing a lot of debt. Well, you right? were probably paying all their bar tabs, is my guess. And so then they felt like obligated to you know, pay a bill or <laughs> you two know, for you. I, had a, I, I still have a fat, like 90% of the people I just listed off, I'm still good friends with today. Yeah. So I have a fabulous group of friends. And we all took care of each other. And That's really it cool. wasn't around money for the most part because all of our families were generally bit, what, pretty well off. Not everyone had to pay their own bills. There was some parent stuff going sure. on. Sure, oh yeah. Um, and that's where I'm trying to formulate my own thoughts about, well, what's the middle ideal ground for our kids, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because I did see, not any of the names I listed, but uh, I did see plenty of people that were throwing around daddy's credit card to pay for all the damn bar tabs. That's and, the one you, you get know, on. And it's just, what, what, that's the one what? <laughs> that's the one you get on. That's yeah. the friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the friend, but that is somebody that you want You want them to just pick, pick up your bill for Well, you, yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. That's the tab but you get on. But don't be a damn mooch. <laughs> don't be a mooch. Mooches suck, right? Um, so it's just the, the, the buyer beware. Like uh, hopefully you're the one making, you know, you have a little extra savings. You have a little extra checking. Your friends are your friends. But just remember like most yeah. people have five or seven friends. They don't have 15 or 25 friends. Uh, that you remember years 100%. later. 100%. So don't just drop it in, as a habit all the time. Um, don't pay for crazy gifts all the time. Probably, like it's just not um, good. It's not smart. What about like, um, you know, uh, housing and getting a setup where you have separate leases within one house? Did y'all have stuff like that? In so at Trinity, we're required to stay on campus for the first three years. And three then, years? You know, everyone was on campus for three years. And oh, then the wow, fourth year we all one. went off. So. Yeah, but we made the best of it. It was the, uh, my house we rented was a fraternity house. We had basically seven. Hey, if everybody's required to do it, that's awesome. Yep, everyone's required to do it. That tag it was one year, and it was awesome. You yeah. know, I mean, it's super fun. It was all you know the the dorms were expensive. The food plan is probably comparable to everyone else. Um, so, but our, there was so, no comparison, right? Like everyone right. was at the same place. What so, I do see that at, at different schools that is like kind of annoying to me in general is I have to be in this dorm because this dorm is like freaking Vegas. Well, yeah. Right. It's, it's got Absolutely. the pool and it's, you know, high rise yeah. and it's all brand new and it's, yeah, it's nicer than it's your like parents cool. House. <laughs> you know, if you're, if, if that is at the expense of your parents' retirement, bad fucking choice. Bad choice. If it's something that, uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's something that your parents can do. Awesome. Should a student do it living on their own revenue stream? No. Like, no. Listen, I mean, I mean, it's just, unless you got a hell of a side hustle. <laughs> Well, I don't even want to know what your side hustle is, <laughs> but, uh, but, but it's just, it's again, it goes back to keeping up with the Joneses, right? So I actually put you, that down as one of mine. Keeping up with the Joneses is real. It, um, I, you know, I feel like college was the time of my life where I really suffered with this big time. Um, but it's also a time where you're meeting so many people from different walks of life and all different thoughts around money and being creative with how to get what you want. And in our female world that looked like a credit card to every retailer that you can find in the mall. And you just, just go, just go open the credit card, just go open it and go get outfits and 
pay the ten dollar minimum and i mean yeah. just and oh it took me forever to get rid Here, of all here's of that what it comes junk. back to it's not talking about that before somebody leaves the nest is going to end in mostly pain first and then they'll hopefully learn but yeah. a lot of people later in life never recover mm-hmm. they never recover so you know, if the, the reason why we want to talk about this is because there's a whole lot of people that are um, in that transition, right? And it's an ongoing thing. Everyone's leaving the nest. It's, it happens for thousands of years. It's going to happen. Um, whether or not you're educated about money doesn't mean it gives you permission to not talk about it. So I believe, in fact, I was taught in public speaking, like the, the first answer is be real and share pain. Yeah, totally. Uh, your kids will resonate with you sharing the, like, you don't have to say all the good things that you did. Like, you don't have to be the freaking genius it's letting people know what mistakes you made yeah. and what you learned from it so that they don't have to step on the same landmine, but you gotta be real and share pain first. And I think that's why, like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell a story. Like, I screwed up badly with finances early on. Like, badly, badly. Um, and I thankfully worked my way out of it sooner than later because I had some help and learned along the way. Yeah. But not everyone does. No. Um, and I no. certainly don't want to it, leave it up to chance for my own kids and uh, or my neighbor's kids that I care about too. So... Uh, I think that that pulling a young person aside and just talking openly about what you do know, and if you don't know, put them in touch with somebody that is a professional at that. Yeah, it's it's just like the conversation about sex, right? Like our kids are going to experience it one way or the other, uh, for better or worse. Yes, for they will. better or worse. So avoiding it, is the discussion not is a really thing. a bad it's option. Just it's, not it's a, a thing. bad option. So. Get it done early, you know, talk early about Early and often. Talk about it all the time. And, and same thing with money. Early uh, and often. And by the way, same thing with politics. Money, sex, and politics, you should talk about as a family. Those are the things uh, you actually bring to the, the things that you, you should actually talk about bring at the table. Yeah. You bring to the table. With your family, <laughs> with your you family. absolutely should. <laughs> So that's all I've got today. I love it. Okay, so I'm going to recap really quick. So um, if you're a college student listening or if you have a, uh, if you are leaving the nest or if you're leaving the nest or if you're a parent with a college student. So we want them to have a checking and or savings account. Both. Both. So and not or. Um, Credit card uh, co-signers on a secured balance um, or if they get their own credit card, for sure, a secured credit card balance, right? Ideally, yes. Ideally, because okay. by the way, to, to define that for people, a secured credit card balance, is you have to fund it first. Yeah, right? so, so you it's, go to it's the bank not and- give credit and pay it back. You go to Bank of America, you give them five hundred bucks up front. They give you a five hundred dollar limit. Yeah. Then when it's really you, smart, right? So you can you can change your credit. You can actually create credit this way, mm-hmm. uh, but you can't overspend. They will only let you spend right. what you have in there. Instead, like they, and I literally they got a ten thousand dollar credit line. And they do line. report this on credit cards, by yeah. the way, or on the credit agencies. It's I should thing. have. Um, identify a revenue stream, and um, once you start earning, setting up Roth IRAs and and other early, invest, early um, and then don't keep up with the Joneses, and lean in to being a broke college kid for as Absolutely. long as you can. Lean in. Lean Absolutely. in. Absolutely. No, you know, it doesn't, it's not fun when you're older. So Where can lean people in ask now. Questions? Oh, people can ask questions at sigmundsense at gmail.com. Uh, like, share, tell your friends and uh, make sure you subscribe. Thank you all so much. Cheers to you. Keep in Cheers. touch. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.